Howdy, y'all. I'm Madeline. And I'm Caleb. And together, we're Patchwork Canteen. We brought you this podcast with intentions of sharing inspiration, stories of the road, and an inside perspective from two American nomads. Set aside your fears and join us as we embark on a journey of a lifetime. You're listening to the Fire Pit Sessions with Patchwork Canteen. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We're so stoked about some new opportunities coming up and even more stoked about TikTok sticking around for good. Also, thanks for 50 Thou. If you haven't followed us yet, just do it at Patchwork Canteen. In today's episode, we discuss finding love, loving ourselves, and making it last. If you'd like us to play your heartstrings, turn up the volume and enjoy the show. We've fallen in love, out of love, and even learned to love. We spend the majority of our lives seeking love in some form or fashion. A mystery unseen, even right before our eyes, only to reveal itself in perfect timing. I always think it's funny when people say that they're trying to find love. I think that's because, in my mind, the way I see it now is, it's not something to be found. It's something that you have to grow. I always wonder what finding love even is. I mean, do you just go to different bars and clubs and and look around and you're going (laughs) to find your soulmate? You know, what exactly is finding love? Because I think that people have put a new set of like standards on what that is. But really what it's about is finding people doing the things that you already like to do. Think about this. Our culture is really caught up in the online world. So what are we doing? Now we have easy ways of, quote, finding love, (laughs) and it's via an internet algorithm. So you put in a few things that you like, and it's supposed to help you find love, right? Right. So this is an interesting aspect of the new age and finding love as a millennial or, you know, as anyone in the technology age. It's like, We're not finding love. We're artificially kind of creating introductions. And that also depends on what your definition of love really is. And that's not to say that you can't find love. You know, that's not to say you wouldn't meet the love of your life online. But it is to say it is more artificial. It is less you know, destiny happening. And when you're doing your thing and you're living on your path, that's honestly, that is when you find, find love. It's, it's not that you found it. It's that it came to you because you're finally at the point where I'm, I'm happy with me and I'm doing me and I'm on my path. I'm seeking things that I enjoy. I'm building a life that I like and reaching out for goals that I've always wanted to accomplish. And when that's happening, you start to realize things are falling into place. Loving yourself is what it all comes down to, guys, because without loving yourself, without taking the time and having the patience to work through, you know, your own issues, your own insecurities, then how can you be the person for your lover? You know, when you go into a partnership or a relationship, you need to give equal value. You need to give as much love as they can give, or at least on the same ratio, you know. You have to put this out there so that they feel loved, you feel loved, and you feel like you're doing your job as their significant other. There's a season for singleness that needs to be appreciated. 
correct they're not thinking like hey this is my opportunity to really fall in love with myself this is the one time that i can do absolutely anything that i've ever wanted to do no regrets no holds backsies this is the time for you to shine take advantage of this who cares if it lasts a year to 10 years of singleness you know who cares if it lasts a lifetime as long as you're always doing what it is that you want to be doing that's what makes you happy you may go a whole lifetime being single and you may be the best person at loving yourself and loving your life and building a life you enjoy and you know what maybe it isn't a significant other that comes into your life with love maybe it's a business partner that is just as passionate about the business that that you're starting right. and they come in and they work with you and that's a form of love that's a part of the whole thing so it's like sometimes our destinies are quite different right and when we look at it of saying hey i'm open to opportunity i'm open to what is going to happen to yeah. me but what is most important is that i am in my path headed in the right direction mm -hmm. no matter what Sometimes we think that we find love, but it doesn't turn out to be exactly like we thought. Things don't always work out as we expected, and sometimes things can just fall apart. So is it possible to feel in love or love the wrong person? I would say that, yeah, it's totally totally possible in fact it happens all the time I think sometimes we even stay with people that we know it's wrong um, but I think that that comes from a place of where we are in the moment of meeting these people and and we fall in love and you know our life is in a certain direction and all of it lines up right and as time goes on maybe some things change maybe people change and these are all real life things mm -hmm. that will occur we get into these situations we fall in love with these people and these different lives that we build for ourselves or imagine for ourselves <laughs> or sometimes imagine for ourselves and I think that we get to a point where sometimes we look back at the relationship and realize we were so busy that we didn't notice that we fell out of love. And that's something that you come into, you think, oh, I really like this person, We're, we get along, we kind of have some similar interests and everything like that. But it doesn't mean that they're the right person for you, for your whole life, you know? There's a difference between a soulmate and a life partner. So you can have multiple people that you connect with on a different level, because as you grow older, you grow in nature. You change, things happen, you have experiences and traumas, and either you're gonna find someone who sticks with you through those things, and it is the ups and downs together, or, you know, sometimes you find people that are there for a season and you needed them for that situation and they needed you for a situation and then you grow apart from there because you were heading in different directions ultimately. And I think that that's okay. I think it's okay to fall in love with people who aren't right, but I don't think it's okay to stay with them. If you learn that this isn't the situation for you or you're not 100% happy or you can't provide them with as much love as they want or that you want to give them, then that's not the situation for you to be in because this goes back to what we said, you have to love yourself first. Mm -hmm. When you start to feel like you're falling out of love, do you notice that immediately? I mean, surely it takes time. When do you determine this is enough? That's a really hard thing to say. I think it goes per situation. 
based on whatever's going on, you know? Are you fighting all the time? Is that why you realize you're not in love? Are you randomly spending more time alone and you realize you value that more than the time with them? You know, there's so many things that could pop up that make you feel like, wait, this isn't right. Mm-hmm. Um, and when those things pop up, I, I call those red flags. You know, you don't have to act on them immediately, but it's something to think about and evaluate. I definitely think you reach a point, especially in the wrong relationships, where you look at it and things aren't adding up or maybe things aren't really going as you initially thought they would. Um, Maybe you're not getting closer and you're not falling more in love. You know, things have been a little stagnant. There's so many factors, there's so many things you could look at and maybe see some problems and some red flags. But ultimately, you have the full authority here. You're in the relationship, you're 50% of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have to remember that being 50%, that's an important part in the relationship. So everything you do is affecting your partner or vice versa. And you kind of have to realize, I'm not going to sit here in a relationship that I'm not 100% happy in and continue to let it drag on Mm -hmm. because you're not just hurting yourself. You are also hurting that other person. You might think that leaving them will hurt them, but ultimately staying with someone who you don't love as much as they deserve, that will hurt them longer. It's important to note that when a relationship ends, it's not like it was a complete failure, right? Because you take those things that you learned, either, look, I don't like these things from this person, I'm not going to accept this type of behavior anymore, whatever it is, you take all of those into consideration. When the next person comes into your life, when the next person falls into your life, that's when you consider it. Earlier you asked, like, you know, where do you go looking for love? Or, or, you know, if you're finding love, like, where is that at? I think a lot of people mess up the concept of searching for love, finding love. And they think, oh, I'll go do that in a social setting. And I'll go expose myself to a lot of other people who are single or bachelors and all that. And maybe that opens me up. To say that, like, you can only find love in certain places or you can't find love here, right? Because anything's possible. You can find love anywhere. You just need to make sure that you're going to the places that you know you need to be spending your time. Number one is what makes you the most happy? What are you most passionate about? And then how valuable is that in your everyday life? Because if that's the life you want and that's the lifestyle you're kind of building towards whatever it is that makes you happy, if it's, you know, whatever. If that's what you're going for and you're so passionate about specific things, then yeah, definitely put yourself, throw yourself into those things Mm -hmm. because odds are there's someone else who is equally or if not more passionate about these same things. And that's a perfect opportunity for you to be in the lifestyle that you love, someone else to be living the lifestyle they love, and you can connect with someone, whether it's the exact same thing or you're just both two passionate people about things you love. If you're both happy and chasing your your dreams and you cross paths like that's the best scenario you could imagine because here you are living 100% authentic living your truth building the life that you want and now wouldn't you want that equal thing for your partner I've chased love before been let down and I felt the pain of heartbreak literally I know that by loving inward and working towards my own goals I would finally meet the woman of my dreams, naturally. I took a period of time to just focus on myself and just always doing the things that I wanted to do. And when that happened, that's actually when I met Madeline. Um, 
luckily our paths had crossed when we were in college and so we were fortunate enough to be in a fraternity together and we were friends but it was nothing quite more than really acquaintances. Just over a year after initially meeting Caleb, I had moved about five hours away from the area that we had met and I had gotten my own place and a new job and was basically starting a new life. After meeting Madeline, I'd kind of just continued to do my own thing. I would, had a job at the time, so I was working full time, studying, going on trips, on weekend trips, but you know, not really worrying if, if I had someone or a partner to do those things with because I was having fun by myself. I planned another camping trip and I invited a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of friends, and I really only had two of those friends show up. One was my friend Jason, and the other one was Madeline. Now, Madeline and I had never been on a camping trip or done anything like that before, so I didn't really know what to expect. I definitely didn't know what to expect either. When Caleb showed up um, at my apartment, we were getting things ready. We met up with Jason. We were planning, you know, our little camping trip that was to come, and I knew that I was very interested in what was going on. I was excited for the trip and I was most excited to get to know Caleb a little bit more because I could tell that we did have similar interests. Previously in the past we had shared our love for travel and talked about a couple really cool trips we had been on and so this was an opportunity for two people that in my mind yeah we had a lot of similarities but I knew nothing about him. I knew that Mal and I would fall in love when she couldn't resist the urge to kiss me after that trip. <laughs> when Caleb and I were on our first trip, we were really just friends. Um, it was one of those things, we, like I said, we didn't know each other that well. I really didn't know what to expect because we hadn't really been communicating, so I didn't get to know him digitally, you know? I didn't get to ask him, interview him. It was just we were both really busy, so we didn't think that much about it. And when it came time for the trip, that gave us a lot of opportunity to talk and get to know each other and have a lot of questions because we hadn't already done that. I was always in this mindset of searching for love, finding love, and this was the first time that I wasn't expecting, I wasn't searching or trying to find it here, and it happened to blossom. Caleb was about to drop me off and I had gotten all my stuff, I got out of the car, I walked in the front door and as soon as I walked in, it just kind of hit me. I felt like, not sad, I was actually so happy that all of this past weekend had happened and that I got to meet him, but at the same time, like, separating from him was a little bit bittersweet because I realized how much I enjoyed that time. As I was standing there, I just regretted that I had gotten out of the car, honestly. <laughs> After Madeline had gone inside, I kind of had an idea that she'd be coming back out, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> so I decided to wait. <laughs> I opened the door, and he's on his phone, and at first, like, he just looked at me, and I thought he would be surprised, but he wasn't. <laughs> and immediately I was nervous, and I thought, oh my gosh, I need to make up an excuse. And I was like, can I pretend I left my phone charger in here? Is there anything I can fake? But I realized like instantly there wasn't and that this was worth, you know, stepping out. This was worth seeing if 
that's something that was a possibility. So I got back in the car and I just said, I feel like I should have kissed you bye. <laughs> it was pretty cool that Malin was so excited to come back and kiss me. I had never had that happen before, so I thought it was pretty neat. As I drive away, I remember thinking to myself, because Madeline lived in Denton and I was in Beaumont, and so I remember thinking to myself, like, this would be the third long distance relationship if I ended up getting super involved with this girl. I was like, I don't know if I really wanted to do something like that. But I knew from our trip that something was special about Madeline that was very different from everyone else I'd ever met and I think that that's because we bonded on a very mental level as well. The way that we can communicate with each other, dream together, share the things that we love and the passion behind all of that, I think that that's what probably hooked me in the beginning. A lot of people say find someone who matches your energy. And I think that that means if you get excited about something, whether they love it or not, they're going to match that. And I just remember telling Caleb about the most obscure, random things that I enjoyed or, you know, things that I liked or music that I liked. And I remember even if it was something that he didn't love or he wasn't maybe equally interested in, it was something that he would get excited with me about. A lot of people question our relationship because we live in such small quarters. They think, you know, that would be very difficult and not to say that it isn't, but it goes into this exact topic. There may be certain expectations of couples, of young people, you know, of two people at all, and you decide if you're living up to that or not. You decide how you are playing that out. So for me and Caleb, we might be in a tiny space. We might, you know, get frustrated with each other sometimes. Those are real things. But the biggest part is we know that we're playing into something. This isn't just Caleb and I and 40 square feet of a van. We know that in our minds, this is just a mission. This is a goal and we're working together on it. And as long as we both keep the mindset of teamwork, you know, support each other and always be true to yourself, then we're not having a problem. Because if Caleb is being himself and I'm being myself, then we're being there for each other. I love Caleb for who he is, and he loves me for who I am. So we can always be authentic ourselves 100%, and there's no debate there. There's not a problem with it, because that's just who we are. And we've learned to take who we are, put it together, and make a team, and I think that that's valuable. If you can get to a point where you are ready for a relationship, I promise you that when the right one lands in your lap, that you're going to be the happiest you've ever been. You can take alternative routes and you can still be happy, but when you find the person that's on the same track as you, on the same missions, and loves you for who you are and vice versa, you will find ultimate happiness. And it is worth the wait. There's really only a few truths to speak on, and that's love yourself first. Right. Figure yourself out, learn what makes you happy, and what lifestyle are you really trying to build for yourselves. And after those things, that's when you move to, okay, I'm ready for another life to come into mine. Because loving yourself, figuring out what makes you happy, getting on that path is key in opening up opportunities for the right people to come along. When you 
look inward and you do the things that you love, you're gonna be that much more ready for someone else or other opportunities to come into your life. We wanna thank you guys for tuning in today. This is Patchwork Canteen with the Fire Pit Sessions. We love you, we thank you, and we know that more love is headed your way. Peace out.